Boom! I said it right before the fight. I waited to the very last minute and did the post for Danny Garcia and my boy Robert Guerrero. And I told you when it comes down to the boxing ring and inside of the boxing game, the antics will no longer carry you into that fight. Ruben Guerrero, before I get started, for you who have never seen this show before, my name is Eric A. Bradley, a.k.a. The Real Fight Doctor. And before we get going, I want you to know one thing. There is no other on this level. Now back to the fight. Cheers to Danny Garcia and the Guerrero camp. But what you saw in that fight was like I said, I've been going back and forth with you guys out here in social media. When it's at this level, it takes more than talent. It takes more than talk. At this level, you need to have the skills to pay the bills. And that's what you saw on display tonight with Danny Swift Garcia. And when they say Swift, they really put the nail directly in the hole and hit it on the head. He was utilizing everything that we learn or teach the fighters in the amateur ranks. Learning how to break and roll, spin, hook the hip, use the weight against them, pivot out. He consistently turned Robert Guerrero where most fighters with, that are lesser at that skill set level would have been punished against the ropes. He utilized the body weight of Robert Guerrero against him because Robert Guerrero is a natural 147 pounder now. He's fought five, six fights there and now his body, his weight has settled in. Danny's coming up from 140 but he knew that the Ghost Guerrero had a lot of experience on that level, so he used that against him. That body weight, that strength, that power. Yes, Robert, the Ghost Guerrero possesses punch power. He's strong. He's fierce in the ring. He got a granite goat, goat, cheek, goat tee, and behind that goat tee is a granite chin. But... I continuously keep you guys ahead of the loop on what's going to happen to these guys as time goes on. See, physiologically, those cables start to come a little bit looser. That wiring starts to unravel a little bit more. And then those licks start to show up and be more prominent in his demise, putting him down into the category of a, what we call gatekeeper. And that's round one. Where this fight took a turn is that Danny Garcia came in as the boxer utilizing a lot of the skills that Floyd Mayweather did when he fought Robert the Ghost Guerrero. Coming off the ropes, learning how to use the ropes whenever you did have your back against the ropes, wait for him to come all the way in, step around, use the left to step around, spin. This was serious skill. It takes a serious fighter to decide that he's going to do that because when you're learning these skills what happens is you freeze up so you continuously piss the coach off and once you get in that position it's not as easy as it looks or well, these guys take it takes courage to say I'm gonna make this happen this time when those bees are coming at your head and you hear the buzzing 
of those shots flying over your head. This, what he did tonight, the offensive cachet, the hook right hand, the short straight right hand down the pipe that he started throwing later in the fight, which was all there majority of the night. He didn't use it all consistently, but when he did, you saw it. And then he started putting the hook behind it. So Danny Garcia, he was doing some stuff in that ring. He was looking like Floyd, and then he started looking a little bit like Thurman, and then he started to look like Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia's legs is there. Let me break down why he's in a better position at 147 because he was straining his body down, first and foremost. Second, he was losing his legs, so he was always fighting like a mummy, walking forward uh, and throwing his shots. And the reason how he had to do that is because he was totally depleted in the lower body. Now, he gets to 147, he's able to use his legs. So he's bouncing and using his legs around the ring, bobbing, weaving, slipping, rolling, breaking. He was doing everything. And the reason why he was able to do that, and I try to educate you guys on a regular basis, is because he's juicing. He's eating clean, and I don't mean juicing the bad juicing. I mean juicing as with a Nutribullet. He's juicing. He's taking in those nutrients. Now he's feeling strong. He's feeling good. What that does for you, it doesn't make you win in the ring. It psychologically knows, uh, uh, gives you confirmation that you prepared yourself. You enhance your body, and you have the wherewithal to maximize your nutrient value going into the fight so you feel better mentally and that psychologically gives you an edge and you can look at him this week he just looks fresh he didn't look drawn up at the weigh-in and when he got in the ring he looked really really stout so you know if you look at this this is what it's all about that stuff that Ruben Guerrero was doing there's no room for that and I don't want to keep giving it energy because I don't want any other coaches to get the mindset that, oh, you know, maybe I'll fly off like that and get some. That had nothing to do with the fight. It was just tacky. There's a way to, you know, get the fight bubbling. How about trying to have your fighter fight with better skills and not just walking forward and taking punches to the brain? Robert Guerrero cannot continuously do this because if it was... If it wasn't for the simple fact that Danny just didn't dig in and stop moving and just went fist to cuff like they did in the 12th round, which was one of the most exciting rounds this year. It was a good fight. The key was if he continues to take those shots, he will not even be a gatekeeper. I don't believe in getting beat up for a check like that. There's boxing. That's why it's called boxing. If you want to do that, you go over to MMA, you know, embrace that, get paid for that. But in boxing, you'll soon stop getting contracts soon because people just know what the outcome's going to be. But I got to give it up and tilt the hat to Danny Garcia for boxing beautifully. Floyd Mayweather was in the crowd and, you know, I don't want to bring up some things that may not happen, but Floyd Mayweather's there and whenever he's at a fight, he's looking at a fight like that, he's scouting. If Danny Garcia looks good enough, that might be something to make him want to come back out for that 50th fight. I don't know if Danny Garcia looked good enough for him to do that, but when it's all said and done, we got Keith Thurman, and we also have Sean Porter to look for March 12th. That's going to be in Connecticut.
and the Mohegan Sun, you can believe Master Boxing will be in the building. So, that fight is already done. It's official. I sent the post out. I did the demonstrations. So, y'all look at those keys to victory out there on Master Boxing channel. Make sure you subscribe. Like the page. Stop playing. You can find us on Tumblr. You can find us on SoundCloud. The podcast is in effect. This is Eric Bradley, and I thank you guys for watching. Because this right here you watching, this is Master Boxing. Where you get your masters in boxing. So long. Boom.